What is up, guys? Thank you so much for checking out this edition of our New Generation Hero Talk Reviews. Um, we had a season premiere of That Woman Review this past weekend. We wanted to make sure we got a chance to talk about it. So joining me are my co-hosts, Shamari and Kendall. Kendall, uh, this was a long time coming. We haven't had any CW Arrowverse content in a minute. But here we are now with That Woman, with a new actress in the lead. Um kind of a weird predicament from where they ended the season what are you looking forward to talking about on this show yeah i mean look obviously this was the biggest thing that i think we all wanted to see coming into batman batwoman season two was how were they going to transition uh from ruby rose's kate kane character to um this ryan wilder character and that was going to be um and more specifically, how are they going to transition to that from a story perspective? And, you know, I thought they did some some really good things uh, in that regard. But um, there was also the other question that, they, you know, especially Shamari, our other co-host, uh, had uh, was what were they going to do about the other problems with Batwoman? You know, that was that's one aspect. What were they going to do with, you know, Alice and the Wonderland gang? And what were they going to do about uh, Hush and you know the rest of these characters that they introduced uh at the end of season two at the end of season one so i think we got a lot of answers um some good some not but um but i'm excited to talk about it yeah shamari you said is on this podcast you know sham you know you've been very outspoken on this pod about the issues that batwoman season one has had what do you think are the uh challenges coming into season two that you feel, even if you didn't see it in this episode, maybe you feel they need to address in order to get on the track that you'd like to see them on? Uh, we need a new villain. We need a good villain. Um, so I think that's, um, you know, and, and I mean, we'll have our discussion, obviously, but I think that's that's become even more uh, clear to me. Uh, is we, need a, we need a good villain. Uh, for this show, I think that's that's maybe even step number one. And we need, uh, we just need some some growth from from these issues that because the issues in season one were, you know, they, they were introduced very very early on and they dragged on the whole season. Um, and they weren't. It's not like oh, you had a few episodes where you know this happened. No, they like dragged on the whole season. I mean, you had a few interesting arcs. In like in between, but the issues for the most part were just they were just what they were, and it was that the whole season, and it was, you know, and uh, I mean again we'll have our discussion obviously about this episode, but they need to transition to other themes. They can't stick with these same themes. I mean they can, but I don't like them. <laughs> you know, so I I think I think this show needs a different, um, you know, it needs to go down a new angle, uh, desperately. So, uh, so yeah, that's why I think that's why I think they need to do. Mm. And um, and and this was uh, look when you have a a new lead and a new character as that as that lead, not just a you know a new actress, but actually a, a new character in the lead, it really kind of um, really opens the floodgates for all endless possibilities. To be fair, it is only the first episode, so it's not like you know you can necessarily just remove yourself completely from anything involving Kate Kane and they don't at all in this episode. But there is a hope that 
with future episodes, they can start to carve out their own path and perhaps uh, Javicia Leslie's uh, presence on this on this show may end up sparking um, new creative new creative avenues and new creative juices for for the writing and the uh, show running team. So uh, let's talk about this uh, season two premiere episode one of season two episode twenty one overall. Whatever happened to Kate Kane? So. You know, if you guys remember where we left off, it was kind of a weird spot. Uh, you know, Mouse had just um, been killed. Alice just gave uh, Hush a new face to make him resemble Bruce Wayne. There was this whole big plan about trying to get Kryptonite because it's the only way to penetrate the bat uh, the bat suit. And um, and there was like, like kind of a, a final falling out between Kate or Batwoman and... Uh, and Jacob Kane, and in terms of their uh, truce or, or what, what I have you, all that was kind of um, out the window, and it didn't seem like we were really going in a great place, to be honest, in terms of just like the direction of the show. But uh, we are now in a position where we come into season two, this episode, and we begin with a new character. It starts with a plane crash. That character, Ryan Wilder, played by Javisa Leslie, sees this plane crash. Um, and, 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 and as she tries to locate, you know, like survivors from the from the plane, um, she picks up on a completely untarnished and non-damaged uh, bat suit. <laughs> uh, mask and everything, all just right there for her to pick up. And um, she then decides, you know, that she was going to uh, use this vessel uh, as a way to um, get revenge for... Who, who she declares responsible for her killing of her uh, stepmother, which you know we then learned to be the uh, the the Alice in Wonderland gang, and you know in that scene where we see her and those guys kind of just beat up on them, we see that you know Alice comes in at the end. That's kind of our, our note to say, okay, Alice, this is her crew. And they were the squatters in this apartment that she went into. Um, so you know the story kind of you know there's there's two stories. There's one you know. You know, uh, Ryan's kind of pursuit for, you know, justice and kind of questioning whether or not this is the right way to go or right angle to go in this uh, position, considering she's not, again, nothing like Kate Kane. She's uh, someone who's had been in and out of jail. She's had some run-ins with the law, obviously. She's been on the streets for a long time. Um, so this is not, you know, your, you know, military-trained and rich woman. This is a totally different uh, person we're being introduced to, and then the first scene we see that she's living out of her van. So um, it's a different atmosphere. So that's one aspect of the story, and the story goes to the other aspect, which of course is you know the the family and friends kind of trying to make peace with with this plane crash. And you know right now there is no sign of Kate Kane. We don't know if she survives, but it doesn't appear that there are survivors on this plane. And um, and then, of course, that third story being one, them trying to locate the bat suit and realizing that it's with um, Ryan and trying to get it from her. And then uh, the new, quote unquote, Bruce Wayne in Hush trying to also, uh, you know, fulfill his dreams of living out the life of Bruce Wayne. And one of that, of course, uh, one of those things include getting the bat suit and wearing the bat suit and being Batman. So and so kind of merging everybody together by the end and it comes a. Uh, fight scene between Hush, Tommy Elliot, who looks like Bruce Wayne, driving the Batmobile, chasing down uh, Javicia Leslie, 
in what looks like some kind of like carnival. Um, and that's kind of where we end up leaving. She ends up eventually giving the suit back after that tussle with uh, Tommy Elliott. And, and then, uh, the, the, you know, all the the crew, you know, so to speak, the, you know, Luke Fox and, uh, and Mary, you know, they, they end up kind of having a change of heart about Ryan, considering what she was able to do. And this, at least Mary does. And she kind of starts to wonder if maybe, you know, she would be a good person to, you know, remain in the bat suit. So it was kind of a lot going on in this episode. For me, I, I just, I don't know. I just found some of this stuff, like, you know, Kendall kind of alluded to earlier that, like, Batwoman had, I don't, I really don't think the lead actress in Ruby Rose was ever really the issue with the show. They just seemed to be, like, very just, like, cheesy writing and like kind of lazy writing that seemed to always be in the way and you know some of it like kind of being just uninspired kind of like content some of that could do with restraints of what they want us to show from Gotham City um that with obviously CW and Warner Brothers not knowing how far the show will go but I felt like a lot of those issues still raised their ugly head in this episode so it's hard it was still hard for me to fully get invested um, you know the scene when they they actually run down. First of all, I think I, I think that they didn't do enough for me to explain why, like, you know, Javicia Leslie is able to like beat anyone up in a bat suit. Like, there's a little throwaway line about like you took karate classes or you could train at a dojo, and I'm like, okay, but that means she should be able to like fight Tommy Elliott. Like, I I, I mean, I guess, but like, yeah, I'm not saying Tommy Elliott is some like martial arts champion but um it just seemed like being in the bat suit and all the things that come with it come with a little bit more complications than like what we saw we saw her struggle with a little bit of it but like overall not that much like guys with guns are shooting at her and stuff and she's just flying around like it's all good um so i thought that was a little cheesy i thought they had a really cheesy line and i know it was kind of meant for someone like me but i didn't like that line in in the sewer when she's like I'm been a number. I'm not a name. And then she runs down just like all these numbers that she is. And I just thought that that was very fake and like not believable that when tasked with someone telling me who you are, that you would have all this stuff memorized to say. It doesn't come across very naturally. And um, I mean, I, I like Leslie. I think that she has a lot of potential. I just kind of feel like I would have preferred there been a slower burn to her, like, being Batwoman. Like, I think I would have liked to have seen them kind of build up more of who she is. Because I think that, I don't know if we really got a great feel for, like, Ryan's personality in this episode. It's all really just, like, anger and hurt and, um, what's the other thing I would say? That's it, really. I think it's kind of just a lot of anger and a lot of hurt, like... And they're telling me this Batwoman's supposed to be a much more fun Batwoman. I didn't see that in this episode. So that was kind of tough for me. So I wasn't crazy about it, but I'll let you guys have the floor. What did you think about it? I'll start with Sham. All right. Uh, so I feel like we're going we're gonna to build into the, the Kendall, build into Kendall's response to the episode. Um, so, uh, so, I mean, I honestly, I'd say overall, I think for this episode, I felt about the same as I always have. Uh, though I like Ryan Wilder more than I do uh, Kate Kane so far. Um, I mean, you guys know I wasn't the biggest fan of of um, K- 
Kate and uh, what's the actress's name? I forget her name. Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose in this role. I think she's a talented actress, but I just don't like her in this role. Um, uh, you know, it's hard for me, to, I guess, to really pinpoint why I think and I don't think it's her. I think it's just, you know, they want this Kate to be very, like, very stoic and and, you know, everything just seems very flat with her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's in, if it's on purpose, but it just it just didn't really hit for me. Uh, this Ryan Wilder character, I feel like I'll like more. She seems more, definitely seems to show more emotion. Um, you know, I know EJ was almost kind of like a critique for you, where all she did was kind of show negative emotion the whole episode. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I, I prefer that to nothing. So I um, yeah, so I I prefer this character. I agree that that scene in the in the sewer seemed very it it wasn't organic at all. Because I was thinking the same thing. I was Not like, wow, she rattled off. I was like, if she maybe gave a one-liner or two, I might be like, okay. But she yeah, rattled off. Like, like maybe two things. two lines I could give you. I say, okay, yeah, someone who's had this chip on their shoulder, I could see them having two numbers on top of their head they could say, and someone tries to come at you with who you are. She rattled yeah. off like five or six different things. Yeah, like, no one has that top of their head. And I was like, wait. I was like, oh. I was like, okay. I mean, I mean, it's powerful, but it's kind of like, you know, I don't believe <laughs> that someone would just have that memorized and had that saved for for a moment so that they can say it, you know. So I don't know. So um, honestly, the rest of the episode, I, I'm not going to get too into it because it's going to sound like, you know, I mean, maybe for for folks on YouTube, maybe that you know, maybe they haven't heard me rant and rave about that woman consistently, but it's kind of the same stuff. Uh, a lot of Alice. I don't like Alice. Um, I don't like Alice at all as a villain. Just weird, kind of like a, kind of like a like a uh, like a food stamp Jarvis Tetch from from Gotham, and I didn't I didn't <laughs> like Tetch. Yeah. So it's like I don't. It's not good, you know. It's it's not good, you know. I like her as as Beth more than I much more than I do as Alice. Yeah, I think oh, that was kind of unanimous on this when when Beth kind of showed yeah. up for those episodes. Like I, we both all I think really ended up liking that character. I, yeah, that was by far the best the best that we've seen from her. And Tommy Elliott as Bruce is, is just it feels very cartoony and corny. <laughs> There's a lot of cartoony corny moments uh, uh, for, with Tommy Elliott as Bruce. I, and, and a lot of oh, Bruce, I'll be honest, Bruce. I did I didn't hate I didn't hate this Tommy Elliott being Bruce Wayne bit. <laughs> I didn't. Hate I didn't it. like. It. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't love it. Uh, or I didn't. I didn't absolutely hate it. But it, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't hit for me really, at all. I don't, I don't think. I didn't hate it. I wasn't like, oh my god. But I, it didn't hit for me. There were a lot of like, oh Bruce, why don't you da, 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 from Luke Fox, and he's like, oh, well, uh. it's just like kind of that old thing of like, oh, it's not, I'm not really him, but I have to act like him, and trick them, and, and it's just like it's, it's just, and I don't like Tommy Elliot to begin with, so it doesn't help that I don't like this Tommy Elliot. It's just. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it 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 didn't it didn't hit for me. I I wasn't a fan. Um, you know, I'm hoping they they just kind of get through this whatever this is this arc and just get through it, and then we get to whoever the main bad is. Hopefully, it's not Alice or Tommy Elliot. That's kind of okay. kind of all I gotta say. I like Luke Fox. He's the, my favorite part of the show. Him and Mary are my favorite parts of this show. And uh, Mr. Kane, uh, you know, leader of the crows. He's kind of been doing the same stuff with the, you know, kind of the grief, and he's grieving even more now in this episode. 
and Sophie's grieving now too, and there's a lot of even more Sophie drama. I'm hoping that kind of goes away now that Kate's gone. So it's kind of a lot of the same stuff that I just did not like from season one. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't hate this episode. I like we got a new Batwoman. I like that. I don't hate the new Batwoman. I'm intrigued to learn more about her and see more about what she can do. I, I like Javicia Leslie. I think she did a good job, but I gotta see more, and I hope they go in a new direction. Yeah. Um, so on the Batwoman uh, character, uh, I agree. I thought Ryan Wilder um, was a breath of fresh air. I thought Javicia Leslie did a really good job. Um, you know, she definitely gave me Terry McGinnis vibes. You know, I feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of what they were going for a little bit right. with the character. Um, you know, I and similar to Terry McGinnis, like early on in Batman Beyond, he was more kind of yeah, a little more brooding like, and angry. Yeah, he wasn't like trained or anything, right? He wasn't. He wasn't super trained, um, and he was more. He's definitely more angry and more angsty. Mm-hmm. You know, but as the yeah. series went on, he got more mature. Yeah. Um, he's still a more emotional character. I think that's where you're going to see from Ryan Wilder. She'll be, she's going to be a way more emotional. Uh, Batwoman than um, than Kate Kane was. Kate Kane was super stoic, and that's what they were going for. They were going for almost like a a, a female Bruce Wayne kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but this is not what they're. This is not. It doesn't seem like that's what they're doing with Ryan Wilder. Um, and and you know it, it should be interesting. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I have to say I was not happy about the connection between. The Alice, Alice in the Wonderland gang, and and Ryan Wilder. <laughs> yeah, I thought, hoping, that was, I thought that was weak too. Yeah, I'm just hoping that's not a season long thing, or even a half a season long thing. <laughs> like hopefully, it's just uh, you know, something they threw in the pilot or the first or the season premiere to kind of. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna last. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has to at this point. It's a grudge. <laughs> you know, she's gonna remember and blah blah blah. But it just again. I mean, we. I think we all agree we're not the biggest fans of the. Uh, the Alice uh, character, um, and I think she'd be fine as like a kind of a side character, you know, somebody you know, recurring yeah, villain yeah. shows up like Mad Hatter, not Mad Hatter, uh, Trickster in the Flash. You know, <laughs> oh, Alice is here, right? But one off or something. Yeah, one off kind of thing. You know, maybe he shows up every every couple episodes of season, but um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I that that was unfortunate because um, it seems like we're gonna get more of her, which I get it. You know, I mean the show. Like, they had her as a series regular. You know, it's hard for them to just say, yeah, no, now you're out of the show because Ruby Rose is gone, you know. So I get it from from a, from a studio standpoint. But from a story standpoint, I would rather they probably moved on to a different character. The Tommy Elliott, Bruce Wayne stuff was, was tough. I mean, it really? just it just didn't it didn't work. Um, I You know, it, initially I was like, you know, this could be funny, but it just didn't seem believable that, a guy be able to impersonate Bruce Wayne so bumbling. I mean, he was so bumbling <laughs> in his impersonation of Bruce Wayne. Like, it'd be one thing if he was doing a really good job. Right. But, like, he had a couple slip-ups. Like, this guy was, I mean, he was nothing like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And that was supposed to be the point. But, I mean, I don't know. You know, like, I get, like you can argue, oh, maybe he was like Bruce Wayne, like, in the public eye. You know, like, that. that's fair. Right. You know, I'm sure those people would But, like... Luke Fox. Yeah, the Luke Fox and the Julia conversations were the ones that I think stood out. I liked his scene with Jacob Kane. I thought that that, that yeah. made sense and worked well. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the Luke Fox scene is probably the one that sits out to me where I was like, laying it on kind of thick how bad he is and how, like, <laughs> right. 
Like, he didn't even know to move the pearls. Like, that's, like, something, like, very simple that, like, to me, as soon as he doesn't know how to move the pearls, I'm just, like... Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? What do you do with Bruce? <laughs> you know, I mean... And, and I mean, do, I mean, at that point, don't they know, like, that there is... There's, there's face-changing... People, people impersonating Yeah, people. people impersonating other people. I think, well, to be fair, though, there's a line that they put out there saying, oh, well, you know, with, you know, Kate gone, we wanted to believe in the miracle that Bruce was back. I think, like, that's what uh, that, Mary that, tells yeah. Luke. Which I thought was a good line, and I believe that. Yeah, it was a kind of a grieving kind of thing. You know, you're not you're not going to be in denial over that. You're gonna you're just gonna let it you're gonna let it happen. Um, which I mean, I mean maybe I'll give them a pass for that, but that that was odd. And then be just the hush character in general, man. I mean, what they've done with him. Yeah, I mean he he he's, I mean you got you you were on it. Like while I didn't hate as much the Bruce Wayne aspect, I guess because I found him funny. Like, Hush as a whole, it just hasn't worked. I mean, he's just too... Bum- like I said, bumbling is the only way to describe it. Like, he's just... And I think kind of par- excuse me, pairing him with Alice, I think just is like... That's like... It forced him to kind of write this kind of just like absurd relationship. Mm-hmm. And like, he has to be more absurd because he's with Alice and he's working with Alice all the time. And... Not to be fair, I mean, you don't have to do that. But I think writing it, I think it just kind of leans you to like, you know, embracing the the chaotic uh, uh, you know because the person that's driving everything that happens in the show is unpredictable and chaotic so therefore hush has got to be unpredictable and chaotic i will say i do think you know why i I thought that too much of leslie's uh performance was one note i do think that we finally did get to see that ryan wilder personality more in the chasing within the batmobile and him chasing her like i actually that that was probably the best stuff i thought i felt like i saw from uh leslie but again i, I you know I, and i wasn't crazy about it with kk either i just feel like putting on a bat suit is just not just like oh i just put it on and i can just beat up people like that takes years probably to like really figure it out and that man trained with the lead was asking yeah i mean she's driving a van and then she stops and she's able to cloak or not cloak but like you know Come out of nowhere, flying in with the bat suit like that. Just to me, again, just that's not believable that you were just being chased like crazy. You had to find a way to put the bat suit on, find a spot to jump from the roller coaster and fly in like that. Again, I just don't. That doesn't. So someone that was just not involved in any kind of crime fighting like that, that just doesn't seem uh, believable. I will say, I know we're talking about a lot about Alice. Like the plan, at least the plan was, and I think it still is, that they did cast someone to play this character, Sophia. So Holly is supposed to be, I say, hey, I'm sorry, supposed to be the villain for this season. So, and, and I honestly, I, I don't think this Bruce Wayne thing was not was supposed to be one episode. Like, I think this was supposed to be a arc in the, a, new, a second season with Ruby Rose when they introduced it in the last episode of the last season. At least I think. And now, and to be fair, that last episode wasn't actually supposed to be the last episode. But I think now, I think given how everything changed, I think they wanted to wrap a lot of this stuff up with a bow. Um, so the Bruce Wayne hush angle, they just shot through very quickly, very immediately. And um, so I think that's why we saw what we saw. What did you guys quickly think of the Batmobile? That was cool. Uh, I like the Batmobile. Um, uh, yeah, I did like the Batmobile. Um, took me a second to realize it was the Batmobile. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the budget kind of showed itself there to me. Like, I, <laughs> like, it looked just like a really nice car. Yeah. Which, again, like, I don't want to be picky because, like, 
on the one hand we say it shouldn't be a tank and then sometimes we complain about it looking too too much like a car so i, I it's it's like it's like a, there is no happy medium in some instances but i did feel like this just looks like a sports car and then they put a rocket on it like but but i was happy they put it in there i thought that that was it was a neat thing um yeah i don't know i just feel like this show it just it just needs different writing it just it just needs what like the way they're just presenting everything with these set of characters to me just don't really work on a consistent basis can you have good episodes yeah they had good episodes last season that i really enjoyed um but i was hoping with leslie we would see kind of more bold and unique and interesting writing and i'll admit you know ruby eggs of course put you in a very tough bind what they're trying to do is very difficult so i'm not at all saying this is easy to do but to me i just feel like instead of maybe trying to actually take their time i feel like they kind of just try to just race everything through like and and then i'll be honest I'm, I'm not really too thrilled about the idea that like this whole thing of kate being alive is like hovering over us like i really assumed that we would have had an answer by the end of this episode before we started that either she'll be dead or she's just missing or off world or something like i i don't like this oh we don't know what her deal is i don't like if you're gonna give me a new lead i don't want kate kane in my back pocket i feel like they're multiple episodes i feel like they're leaving the door open because that's that's where that's what i want to hit on to what do, what do we think about the kate kane uh quote-unquote disappearance um the value like said, that was gonna be a big that was gonna be a big deal seems like they're leaving the door open for a potential return of ruby rose somewhere way down the line I don't I don't know what to make of this. I mean, part of me feels like I don't know. There's something there's something in my gut tells me that we're gonna come in like four episodes from now, they're gonna decide that Kate Kane is indeed dead. And I'm gonna be very new because I feel like we're gonna waste our time with something that's not gonna pay off. I think it would be I, I, I felt from the beginning that it was smartest to leave the door open, but I just don't like the way they're doing it. Um I, like in in my opinion I feel like it's a bold prediction, but I, I think that they will kill off the character. Because I, I think, I don't think that, I mean, I know they're saying it was amicable. I don't think they're happy with what happened. And I think they want to just be done with it. And keeping her even remotely around keeps that cloud over. So that's that's I mean, how I feel about it, but but I don't know. They definitely are leaving the door open for now. But I, I think it's for, I think it's for dramatic effect, and I don't think it works. I think they're doing it. I think part of the reason they're doing it is because of these characters that they that they've that they've written this show around. I mean, right. Alice is supposed to be her yeah. sister and her father and all this thing with the crows. Yeah, they and, need the drum and Sophie and all this stuff. And they're like, oh, how do we just abandon all of it? But yeah, I mean, to me, like, I don't see why. And you're right. I totally agree. Like when you write, that's why it's so hard because when the whole show, everyone has a connection to this one character, and you take mm-hmm. that person out and put someone with no connection to them at least not organically, uh, into the show, that is hard to say. I, well, how do you just do it? I mean, to me, I think it's easier to rip the Band-Aid off than do what they're doing. I think it's easier to just be like, yo, she died, man. And now, like... And, ha- and you can still have those characters deal with that death and mourn with that, or, or she's disappeared or whatever, and still have to deal with that and understand that there's still someone new. I think kind of like playing the thing about, oh, she may be alive or she may not be. And now I'm going to be like, well, if they don't, if they if they do just move on, I'm gonna be like, well, why aren't they just nonstop trying to find Kate? Why are they moving on to 
fighting some other goon in Gotham. Like, this isn't as important. It shouldn't be, at least. Like, I, I, that, that, they, I think they write themselves into kind of like a weird position by doing it this way. And I was worried they were going to do it this way, and that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's annoying. Um, you know, I think for the good of the show, they should just move on to other <laughs> to, to yeah. other, other people. I mean, I mean, Kendall was telling me the ratings for this episode were abysmal. Well, yeah. I mean, they were they were the lowest in the history of the show, I believe, or uh, third lowest, maybe. I, don't know, I forget. I mean, to uh, be fair, okay. I, did, I, I barely knew this was even happening. Yeah, I forgot to watch it initially. Um uh, I didn't the watch it live. That was the greatest. Yeah, that's what I. That's what. That's where I think that this is. This is coming from. It's not. Um, you know, I mean, when you recast a character, it's not great. But mm-hmm. you know, I actually think that that probably did put some intrigue <laughs> into the yeah, season. I, I, yeah, I think it would uh, hurt the. Yeah, hurt the the excitement. But the the promotion the promotion for this and I, honestly I believe I think the promotion for Superman and Lois which is coming out next month both have been kind of weak um, yeah I know we're in a pandemic and you know maybe they're not trying to spend a whole lot of money uh, <laughs> you know on like stuff they don't need to do but I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be felt on the back end when the ratings are kind of low yeah and uh, um, I mean look honestly I think the quality of the show plays a part as well. Yeah, if if Batwoman was fire, if Batwoman was like Arrow season five, Flash season two, you know, if Batwoman was, you know, we gotta watch this show. We have to see what happened with Alice and Kate <laughs> and the Crows. Then people would watch, but I don't feel like that about this show. So, I think a lot of people are like, oh, they're changing the main character. I mean, ah, kind of like me. I, I mean, honestly, I was like, ah. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'm gonna watch. I'll watch the premiere, but you know, <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess. All right. So I feel like, honestly, I think that's. I think a lot of people uh, were probably feeling feeling a similar kind of way. Yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely with the Kate Kane disappearance, I definitely felt. It, see, I actually think that it would have been interesting if they would have definitively just said oh no she died in the plane crash because that would have felt more it honestly would have reminded you more of the kobe bryant situation and how you have someone who's a superhero and kobe's not a superhero but that's how a lot of people viewed him who you know dies in such a such a way that you know you can't really avoid it you know Mm -hmm. in a crash like that and i mean we would have never seen anything like that in a tv show or a movie from like superhero but um you know maybe that's what they'll end up still telling um, but that would have been pretty. That would have been pretty dark, you know, pretty dramatic if they. If that's what they. If that's the, the route that they would have ended up going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll have to end up seeing where they take uh, the direction for how they're going to handle KK and how they're going to handle the other characters' reaction to this new character being in the fold. Um, overall, uh, this was this was you know at best just okay to me this season premiere. And that's a little disappointing. I thought that I thought they'd have. I, I think that the, the Bruce Wayne element, I think, are supposed to be the fun elements, but I didn't do enough. I think to really kind of put over something like the other issues that Batwoman just so, has. I I'll give them a pass only because the the season last season ended so abruptly. Yeah, yeah. Every CW series, whether it be the Flash, whether it be 
Riverdale, whether it be Legends Tomorrow, and all of them, or whatever ones were still running, like, you know, they're now going to have to, you know, pick up where they left off. And that's going to be a big, that's going to be a big challenge for all of them. Batwoman seems like it'd have the, maybe not the easiest job, because they, they literally couldn't pick up where they left off. But they had kind of a get-out-of-jail-free card with the with the Ruby Rose recasting, or the Batwoman recasting. So, but they decided to still, we, we they decided we're not going to just nix the 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 Bruce Wayne storyline. They decided to stay in that story, but just infuse Javicia Leslie in there as opposed to Ruby Rose. And an interesting decision. I mean, you know, I guess they felt they had to. Um, but I will give them a pass because I, I I would like to see where they will go after this initial arc. Assuming this initial arc is only a couple episodes. Right. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that for sure. Um, what do you guys think of uh, this? Uh first episode of the Batwoman of Batwoman season two. Um make sure you guys leave a comment if you're listening watching this or listening to this on YouTube. You should leave a comment in the comment section if you like this discussion, like our video. Um, make sure you subscribe to our channel, New Generation Media. Also of course if you're watching this or listening to this podcast, make sure you subscribe to the podcast network. We're on uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher and TuneIn. And make sure you follow us on all uh, social media accounts, New Generation Media on Facebook, New Generation Pod on Instagram, on Twitter, New Generation Podcasts on Instagram. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys in a bit. But thank you guys for checking us out. Kendall Fishmari, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.